This is Education Matters, brought to you by the Ohio Education Association. Thanks for joining us for this edition of Education Matters. I'm Katie Olmsted, part of the communications team for the Ohio Education Association, which represents 120,000 K-12 teachers, education support professionals, and higher ed faculty members in the state. Today, I want to take you on a trip down memory lane, way back for some of us, to elementary school. If you were anything like me, bright, enthusiastic, a little bit weird, Life was great in, like, the first grade. The things that made me stand out were the things that made me proud to be me. Fast forward to middle school, though, and I had a crippling crisis of confidence about exactly those same things. That's something a lot of educators see in their students, and it is so hard to watch kids dim their own lights because of declining self-esteem. One first-grade teacher in Hamilton Local Schools wants to change that. She's on a mission to help kids learn the positive self-talk skills they need to keep their confidence high. She wrote a diverse and inspiring children's book called Which Cape Will I Wear Today? And it's available for pre-order now as part of a Kickstarter campaign to help cover the publishing costs. We talked to Kiara Berry a couple weeks ago, just before her Kickstarter went live. Kiara, thank you so much for joining us I can't begin to tell you how excited I am to talk to you about this project. I just saw a a preview of it, uh, your Kickstarter campaign, the book, and I am obsessed. What is... Thank you. What is it? What is your new children's book? So it's called Which Cape Will I Wear Today? And it's a children's book that teaches children how to um, build their self-esteem by speaking positively about themselves and using positive self-talk and positive thoughts. Why is that something that is important? Um, I just feel like it's really important because when students have positive and high self-esteem, they're more likely to respond positively to feedback and build better relationships with not only their peers, but their teachers as well. And all of that just helps with like motivation and anxiety and just achievement overall. So I think all of that is really important in building the foundation to getting our students to grow. And you shared a a pretty, I guess, disheartening, alarming statistic with me. Uh, 80% of first graders have high self-esteem and then it just falls apart. What, What can you tell me? Yes. So I think a lot of the reason that that may happen, so I will um, tell the statistics. So it's 80% of students entering first grade have high self-esteem, but that number drastically decreases to about 20% by the time they enter fifth grade. And there's a lot of components with that that can determine that, obviously, um, depending on home life, depending on just the support you have in school and outside of school. So I think it's really important as teachers, especially because we don't know everything that's going on in their lives outside of school to make it the best experience inside of school because they may go home and not get the best experience. So as a teacher, I'm really passionate about making learning fun for kids, making them be able to just love learning and love achieving and love and just feel motivated and um, love themselves overall. And I think that's really important. And that's why I decided to write this book, because I want children to understand 
that even if they have no other support that they have themselves, because I think that's really one of the biggest things is a lot of kids, especially when they get into like fifth grade and sixth grade and those middle ages and then high school, they start to feel lonely, especially when friendships aren't working out right and things like that, they start to feel lonely. So I think needing them to understand that they have themselves, no matter what is really important. Drawing from my own childhood, we're kind of conditioned to not have a lot of self-love. We're kind of conditioned. Oh, you got to be humble. Even if you're good at it, don't, don't acknowledge that you're good at it. Um, yeah, exactly. It's all about how you go about it to me. So, um, in the mornings we do these things called monthly mantras that my twin sister, I have a twin sister and she's actually a first grade teacher too, but she lives in Columbus. So we got together and created these mantras. And so for example, our February mantra, since it's February, it's, there's no one better to be than myself and just getting them to realize that they can be whoever they want to be. And I think there's a way of going about it without sounding like you're bragging or sounding like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, just sounding, still sounding humble. And I think that's really important. And um, I think for kids, they need to know that they matter and no matter what anybody else says, because someone might say, well, you're not smart because I did, I got this on a test and this on a test. So getting them to realize not putting others down while they're looking themselves up is a huge part of that. All about the positive self-talk. What does that look like? Um, Positive affirmations. Um, Like in my book, you will see um, the kids using positive affirmations all throughout the book. And there's different scenarios. So my book is actually not a traditional storyline with like a main character beginning, middle, end. It actually just goes through and there's a lot of like, there will be times when something happens. Like, for example, I'll read one of my pages. It says, sometimes we wonder why there is no one quite like us. But then we remember we have our unique cape on. And we realize that being different from everyone else is the best part about ourselves. And then in the illustration, the girl is saying, the actual, it's actually funny because she's actually saying the February monthly mantra. She's saying, there's no one better to be than myself. So I think just making sure that they know that as long as it's positive and it's about themselves, then it counts as positive self-talk. So we have an affirmation station um, in my classroom and it's a mirror and it just says, I am, I am, I am. And it's all these different, I am smart, I am capable, I am talented. And just getting them to say stuff like that to themselves, that's positive self-talk. And it's one of those things where if you say it, if you see it, if, if you internalize it, you believe it, and you become that, right? Yes. And that's exactly on my Kickstarter. You will see that my mom always, she used to tell me, and she still always tells me that you believe you become what you believe. So, and I am a true, I stand by that because if you think negatively about yourself, you're not even going to be motivated to try. And then you will become this person that you told yourself that you were. And if you think positively of yourself, you're going to want to try, you're going to have that growth mindset and you're going to want to achieve and you will achieve. Now I want to get to the Kickstarter. But first I want to talk a little bit more about the process of getting to the Kickstarter of writing the book and getting yourself published. What has gone into this? Oh my gosh. (laughs) Well, I am um, an indie author, so I am self-publishing. So 
it starts off with obviously writing the book. And then um, I have to find, as being a self-publisher, I have to find my own editors. Um, I had to find my own illustrator, which I love him. I'm so excited for the book to come out because the illustrations just piece it all together. And he has exceeded my expectations. So I'm so excited about that. Um, so working with them and just making those connections is the biggest thing, being an independent publisher and um, a self-publisher. And so now we're at the point where I want to print the books and it costs a lot of money. Like I've already put so much money into this because I've had to do everything myself. So I decided to start a Kickstarter campaign because I'm I'm just like, the only way to be able to print these books is if I get the money beforehand. And so Kickstarter lets you do that. So it's a pre-sale of my book, but it's also helping me raise the money to be able to print the books and do like offset bulk printing. So that's why I decided to do a Kickstarter in the first place. And if you go to the Kickstarter website, which we of course will link with the podcast uh, episode notes here, you will see there are a bunch of different packages available depending on the investment level. Yes. What can you tell me? So it starts off with just my book in paperback or hardcover. And then it goes into different things that I am offering. So there's a t-shirt that is, it just lists a whole bunch of different affirmations. This is like, I am unique. I am smart. I am kind. I am brave. I'm not going to lie. My obsession starts Five. with that t-shirt because I want it. <laughs> really? I want it for Thank me. You. I, I know, want I it for my three-year-old son. I worked to school it. the other day and I got a lot of compliments and I was like, Hey, you can get it on my kids. So, but, and I'm excited because I really want to order some for all of my kids, for all of my students to have when I read them their book at the end of the year in May, because that's when I plan on publishing it is May. So um, I'm so excited because I want my kids to have one of those t-shirts. So I'm getting one for all of my students because I just love them so much. So you it can get a perfect. t-shirt. And then you can get a journal that also looks the exact same as the t-shirt, which once again, I need the journal too, because I, once again, I love it because it's one of those things that you can use it as like um, a self-reflection journal because it has those um, positive affirmations on the cover. So that would be a really good way to use it. And then you can also get a sticker that looks the exact same as everything else. So it's all the same stuff. Like I am kind, I am smart, I'm important. And then it's nice because the sticker comes in this cute, which you'll, if you see on my Kickstarter, it comes in a cute rainbow or the black and white, like the journal in the um, shirt. And then I also offer packages like, um, I also offer author visits. So if you're in the Dayton, Cincinnati or Columbus area, I offer author visits and that comes with some of the books as well. You get like five books with it. And then I also offer virtual um, author visits as well. So. And some packages are um, for, you can buy it five for 99 or you can buy an entire class set. And I love this. Yes. Um, There's also a class set with the um, shirts too. Like Cause I, like I said, I'm really excited to give my students some shirts like that because I think they will love them. And so I was like, let me offer that as well, because I know I might not be the only one who wants to get their students those shirts. So that's why I decided to offer the shirts with the class set of books as well. Obviously printing books is extremely expensive and this is meant to cover the cost of that with the pre-orders. Um, do you see raising more than it would cost for that initial run and what happens after that so I really hope 
really hope, really, really hope that I do raise more because my plan, if I raise more, is to be able to donate books to um, local schools and also local children's mental health organizations. Like we work with New Path in our building. So I think giving back to them would be amazing. So just being able to donate books, that is what I plan on doing after I exceed my goal. So um, there's these things called stretch goals. After you exceeded your goal, which my initial goal is $5,000, it'll be a stretch goal. And then there's different goals. Like if I get 6,000, I will donate 30 books to um, a local school. If I get 10,000, I will donate 50 books to a local children's mental health organization. So it'll just be donating, really donating books because I would really love to get the, my books in as many hands as possible. So it would be amazing if I got all of my script stretch goals too, because then I would be able to do that. So let's have some positive affirmations about your book. It is beautiful. It is inspiring. It is uplifting. It is important. Thank you. And I keep trying to have like positive self-talk as well. Like I will reach my goal. I will um, inspire others. This will be. So I'm doing the same thing. I'm always like I wake up every morning and I just tell myself because once again, if you believe it, it'll become it. So I am doing the same thing. (laughs) And it is something that can be shared. One of one of the things that I love about these packages you're offering is a, a PDF of lesson plans around yes. this. Tell me about that. So I love books that have lesson plans with them. So like if you go on Teachers Pay Teachers, the first thing I do when I'm looking at a book is do they have a lesson plan? Do they have a fun activity that goes along with it? So I was like, well, I'm a teacher, so I'm definitely going to make a lesson plan, at least for my class. And then I was like, and then why not share it? So Um, In the lesson plan, there are different writing prompts, which I love. And there's different, all the different writing prompts are getting students to um, talk talk positively about themselves. So one is like, right up to the time when you overcame something that you were struggling, right about a time where you felt brave, right about a time that um, you were maybe feeling lonely, but you got out of it. So it's all like right about a time that, you know, and they're reflecting on these things that they didn't, may not even have realized they were brave or they were, um, unique in those moments. But when they're reflecting on it, cause they have to write about it, it'll come up again. And then there's also a craft, which I love. So the craft is a little, um, superhero and it's a cape and they will be able to write different affirmations on the cape. And, um, I also go like it, it gets really, it's really, it's a lot because I want these teachers to be able to do either pieces of it or all of it. So I have a lot to offer in it. So um, there's like during, during reading, this is what you do Um, before reading. This is what you do. So it has like a before read, before reading and during reading and after reading, it even tells like, these are what I would do. And then, so it gives suggestions on what you should do. And then um, it also tells like, make an anchor chart with your kids. Um, What are some of the affirmations you heard? And then there's even a note to self part where kids can write a note to themselves. And then it says like, keep it in your desk or in your pencil box to open when there's any, like when you're feeling sad or when you're feeling alone or when you're feeling like defeated, open it up and read your affirmation that you wrote to yourself and you told yourself that you could do this. So I'm really excited about that. And the world needs so much more of that right now. 
We know the pandemic has been hard on the kids. Mental health has been a struggle for educators, for students, for everyone. What is your hope for the future through the lens of this sort of important emotional help? I hope that more teachers are able to implement social emotional learning in their classrooms and implement it in a way that students understand and they are able to take from it. And I think the biggest thing is modeling it in your classroom. So being able to make a mistake in front of the students and show them that you can learn from it because that is the biggest way students are going to learn. And I hope that the statistic that I told you guys about at the beginning changes. That is my biggest hope is that students start to realize that they are capable of so much more than they think and that it starts to show. Obviously, you get the first graders who are coming in with some good self-esteem and your goal is to mm-hmm. keep them feeling good about themselves. Yes. Do you see this? Being yes. Keep helpful? up that momentum. Absolutely. Do you see this being helpful for, you know, the fifth grade classes where you're already at that 20% statistic? I do. Honestly, I do, because I think it's all, it's all about growth mindset, being able to change your thinking. And if you are able to change your thinking and realize that you can do it no matter what you've been told already or what you've experienced already, that will go a long way. You being able to change your thinking is already a great start. So if you're able to change your thinking, it will go a long way. And I think that if, if teachers in the upper grades are implementing social emotional learning, then it could, they could see some positive changes. And really disrupt the cycle that that has kids, you know, heading downhill on themselves. Do you have a favorite page in your book? I actually do. I think my favorite, it's actually really hard because I have a lot of favorite parts. Which is but, wonderful. Um, I think my favorite part has to be closer to the end when, so um, it goes through all these different capes and then closer to the end, she puts together a cape and it says, then one day you'll realize that you don't have to choose just one cape. You can wear all of them at once. And then she's, she's sitting there like cutting up a, all these different capes and putting them together. And then she says, I am smart. I am talented. I am beautiful and so much more because I want, I want them to realize, I want kids to realize that they don't have to be just smart or just beautiful or just strong. Like they can be the whole package. So that's why this is my favorite part because I think it like puts everything together and makes them realize that they don't have to choose just one. And it sounds like the book is the whole package, the Kickstarter, the whole package, you're the whole package. And I am so excited to see you succeed with this. Thank you so much. I'm so excited because I really feel like the kids will love this and I feel like teachers and parents will love it as well so I'm just really excited because I want to get it in their hands and I want them to read it because I'm really excited for it and I know they're going to love it. Now as I mentioned at the top of this episode this conversation with Kiara was from a couple weeks ago. Since then she's met and exceeded her initial Kickstarter goals. So, with the additional money, she's donating books to Cincinnati Children's Hospital and children's mental health organizations. And the Kickstarter campaign is still open for you to place an order. The more money it collects, the more books Kiara can give away to local libraries. The link is in the show notes for this episode. And while you're there, like or subscribe to Education Matters wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss a thing. 
New episodes drop every Thursday. And next week, we're talking about a bit of a morale problem in one local district in central Ohio and what the local leadership is doing about it. Until next time, stay well. Stay well.